Dallas Cowboys fans, I am back. Yes, this is your boy Big J and Cowboys all day, every day. That's right, I am back and I'm here to tell y'all the truth, the undeniable truth about our Dallas Cowboys. I'm going to get into some touchy, touchy subjects in this episode of Cowboys all day, every day. Um... And I might hurt some of you guys' feelings in this episode because I'm going to start a new series. And I'm going to keep going with this series until the Dallas Cowboys get to a championship game. People, it has been over 25 years since the Dallas Cowboys, America's team, have not been to an NFC championship game. And to be quite honest, I am pissed the hell off. I am so done with it. It's not normal for us to be in this situation. And when I say us, I mean the fans. We are not used to this. We have generated two generations of Cowboys fans that know absolutely nothing about them winning. So this particular episode of Cowboys All Day Every Day is is not going to be for for you fans that like to hear all the good stuff. My team, yay, Dallas Cowboys, all right, yay. Uh, no, hell to the no. You're not going to get this in this one. But there's going to be some some light uh, dur- during uh, the course of this year. I know that, but I tell you right now, I'm I'm putting my foot down. It's going down like that. The series that I'm going to start. Is called the worst date in Cowboys history. These are some of the worst games, worst moments in no particular order. Just some of the worst dates in Cowboys history. So I'm going to get to that in a little bit. Uh, I'm going to talk about a little some Dan Quinn, the draft. I touched on uh, that episode uh, about that last last show. Hopefully you got that. Um, but let's start with with the, the depressing topic right now, the draft. The draft is right around the corner and uh, it's about to heat up. Everyone is still talking as cow pits, cowboys talking about uh, moving up. But guys, like I said, they're always going to do that when it's us. They're always going to uh, take something that Jerry says and run with it because they ain't no other team in the NFL that has the power of Jerry Jones. So you fans need to really understand that and understand what the media is doing. Think about it, guys. The Dallas Cowboys haven't won anything in 26 years. Why are you talking about us? Like that. Why are you talking about us like that? You're saying the, to an owner who just makes a comment and, and the, the media go runs with it. That's the thing I find most fascinating about the Dallas Cowboys, this current state of the Dallas Cowboys, because we haven't won. We haven't done anything. We're most known for losing than winning. 
So don't pay attention. You know, I get it. You know, we we're thirsting for our team. We're thirsting for football to come back and all this other stuff. But just for me, you know, I just don't get caught up in all that hype because that's exactly what it is when Jerry is all hype. But the draft is right around the corner and I'm excited because it's not just the Cowboys. I think it's going to be a very interesting draft uh, and how it all plays out. I mean, everyone's assuming that Trevor Lawrence is the number one pick. He might be. Um, I'm not 100 percent sold on him, but he did play well certain games. But his last season, he did not. Um, it looks like three to four straight picks to going to go to quarterbacks in what order? Who knows when are those two tackles are going to get drafted? When is the first wide receiver going to get drafted? Matter of fact, you know, when is the first running back? Cause there is a couple of good running backs in this draft. So it's, it's just going to be a, a, a very interesting first night of the uh, 2021 NFL draft, which is being taken place in Cleveland by the way. So I know the fans out there are going to love it. And uh, I just think it's going to be a great, great night. Um, we'll see what our Cowboys do. And we're, we're going to have that thing. Just like when Manziel was coming out that year, if Pitts is, happens to be there at 10, it's going to be, oh, we go get Pitts. We're going to get Pitts. It's going to be an interesting dilemma for the Dallas Cowboys if that scenario happens. So uh, we'll see how that turns out. And I hope you guys, all Cowboy fans, I hope y'all is watching and you're paying attention. And also, just pay attention from here on out. Pay attention to the media. Pay attention to how they pose questions about the Dallas Cowboys. Because the, the media like to use a lot of trickeration in the words, in the sound bites, in the video. They like to do all that stuff. So just Stop paying attention a little bit when you watch ESPN or the talk shows and, and all that stuff, especially like ESPN and NFL, how they word stuff. It's, they're always sort of making things more than what they really are, and especially when it comes to the Cowboys. So pay attention to that. Now, we got a couple of like one uh, news about the Cowboys that they happen to put out there. Richard Robinson, cornerback has been suspended the first two games of the 2021 regular season. Uh, drugs, you know, performance enhancing. Now, let me ask you guys this, and this is on the real. Um, did any of you Cowboy fans see Rashard Robinson? Yeah, that's exactly what I thought. Do any of you know what his number is? Nope, I don't nobody know. Uh, and I'm not just doing that because I know no one can respond back to me directly. I'm just saying, who is this guy? As bad as that secondary was last season, I didn't even I, I didn't even see the guy. So I don't even know what the hell's going on with this guy. So uh Richard Robinson and then they they hit him without pay. So it's only first two games and also just want to let you guys in in a couple of weeks, a couple of weeks uh, into May, um, they're going to have the NFL schedule. So that in itself, 
I'm going to have a ball with because, you know, all us Cowboy fans, we all love when the schedule comes out. We look at it and we say, oh, yeah, we can win this one, this one. Oh, we might lose this one. But it ends up working out for me every year about 14 and two, uh, 15 and one, 12 and four or something like that. Uh, it's it's always fun looking at the schedule. But this Cowboys team is going to be tough to say that because of how poor the Cowboys played last season. We just don't know what Cowboy team is going to show up. I know Dak, he should be back 100%. Uh, but with that defense, we have to start focusing on the defense. We have to get away from offense, offense, offense. We need to get back to defensive football. That's the only way that the Cowboys are going to get to this championship game. And that's the only way that, that I'm going to stop doing this segment called uh, the worst date in Dallas Cowboy history. That's right. I'm going to every single show. I'm going to do it. And bad enough, it's all pretty much taking place uh, in the last 25 years. I ain't going to reveal all of them right now. I'm going to go one by one and enjoy all of it because I'm sick and tired of the Dallas Cowboys getting their asses beat on the regular. But you should uh, enjoy it. Anyway, let's get to Dan Quinn. Because I'm going to talk about a couple of coaches right quick um, that I'm going to be looking at this year. Dan Quinn just hired defensive coordinator. Um, good resume. Not too good when he was in Atlanta, though. But I know fans want to get on Dan Quinn and say, oh, he, he was with Atlanta and they didn't do nothing the last four years. And, oh, they gave up that lead to the Patriots and all that. But they got to the Super Bowl. They damn near should have won the damn thing. So I, that's on his resume. He's been to a couple with, with the Seahawks. Won one with the Seahawks. And he took another team to the Super Bowl. So I, I'm all in on Dan Quinn. I think that this defense, if, if they can get the big boys up front, they need some more big boys up front. I'm talking about these big fat motherfuckers. That's who I'm talking about. That's who that's who the Dallas Cowboy need on that D-line. They need them big boys that can hold up that line instead of getting blown back. You guys ever watch remember the Rams game a couple of years ago in the playoffs? And you watch the the overhead view and you just see the Dallas defensive line getting blown back. They can't have that no more. Cuz it's obvious that it's affecting our linebackers. And it's just affect, it just affects the whole defense as a whole. It's terrible the way they are just getting bullied back. And I've always said this, and I'm going to say it now. Until Dallas fixed this run defense, why wouldn't you run the ball all the time? And that's what happened actually last year. Instead of teams figured out, they're like, yo, we need to just run this ball. And um, look what happened. They, they got demolished. They got embarrassed. <sighs> Unfortunately, one of the worst dates 
in this series that I'm going to start with is concerning the run game. So, um, but it's coming. I'm not done yet. But Dan Quinn, he's going to be looked at very much. And um, it's hard to get excited um, for this season, especially what happened last season, how they, they got destroyed. I guess we, it, to me, it's just a wait and see. We all just going to have to sit back and wait and see how it turns out. Do they get the necessary bodies? They did do a lot in free agency. Um, Keanu Neal looks like he's going to play linebacker. They got some secondary guys, but they're one-year contracts. Um, so we don't know how well that's going to work out. But we're just going to have to wait and see. I think and I believe in Dan Quinn. I think that with the system that they were running when the Rob Marinelli, because remember in 2020, for some reason, they decided to switch up the whole defense and do something totally different. But that leads me to head coach McCarthy. McCarthy was on board with this. McCarthy signed off on this. Remember, he's the head coach. Head coach makes those decisions. So that's what sitting in the barn uh, taught Mike McCarthy. Because remember, he, you know, when uh, the Green Bay Packers fired him, he took a year off and he said he sat in the barn and did his analytics and all this other stuff. Now, I get it. He wasn't prepared for COVID. A lot of teams wasn't prepared for COVID, but, you know, kudos to those teams that made the playoffs. And but they was prepared for COVID. But, you know, I get it. You know, it was it was very difficult. You got a new coaching staff that's coming in and they want to get these players. But that just that's the other thing. How do you explain Cleveland Browns? New coaching staff. They made the playoffs. Won a game in the playoffs. Damn near could have beat Kansas City in the playoffs. So, and the coach wasn't even there. Missed, missed a couple of players in the playoff game, right? Because against Pittsburgh, the coach wasn't even there. Head coach wasn't even there. So that speaks volumes about what's going on in Dallas and how poor the organization really is. And it's time for as Cowboys fans to really come to grips I get it Jerry Jones is the face but the Cowboys have a really bad organization they have a poor organization they're horrible I get it they make all the money the Cowboys is the most valuable team in, in all the sports okay but where's that translating on the field it's not so it's just time to come to grips with that that Cowboys, it starts up top. And all you Cowboy fans, this is why I do what I do. You need to look up top. Everything starts up top. And then it goes down. There's not one team in football, in sports, in life, or any business that has a shitty organization. And they're winning. None. And it's definitely not the Cowboys, and it shows every single year. 
They get these flashy whatever and the media puts them out there that the Cowboys is the most talented team. How can you be the most talented team for over 10 years and you can't even get to a championship game? So um, Mike McCarthy, I'm definitely going to be watching him. I'm definitely going to be watching him. I want him to take more control. I want him to take charge. I want him to take the play calling away from Kellen Moore. It's just the bottom line. Hopefully, for Kellen Moore's sake, hopefully he knows how to balance things out and run the ball and and get Zeke. Use Zeke. He's $90 million contract. Use him. Use, use the running game. They got to focus on the running game. And here's a fact. Here's a fact. The Dallas Cowboys throughout the history, their glorious 61-year history, they've always had a top running game and a top defense. You can look it up. The Cowboys always had those two things. They never had this, you know, known for the, the, the passing attack and all this other crap. The Cowboys, when they won their Super Bowls, Top five running game, damn near top five defense all the time. So the Cowboys need to, you know, get get their stuff together and get back to that model of running the ball defense. Running the ball, it is really not that difficult. The Cowboys, it seems like they're making it difficult by having Dak, Tony Romo, throw the ball all the damn time when you just need to focus on running the ball, because let's be honest, people, the last great team the Cowboys had in 25 years, and it's not even debatable, is the 2014 team. I know the 2016 team, they, you know, 13 and three, but, you know, that was that was that should have been the Cowboys year to make it to the championship game and maybe come up a little short. But. They, they lost in the once again in the divisional round. But that 2014 team was the toughest team that the Cowboys had. Period. And that's that's sad because in 25 years, there should be a few of those years that the Cowboys was, you know, actually good. But that's the only team. They ran the ball. They played OK, solid enough defense. Romo, that was like his best year. Why? Because you had the best running back in football. 1,800-something yards. You see what I'm going with this? Who led the league in rushing in 2016? What was the Cowboys' record? Get back to running the football. You're keeping the defense off the field. But Dallas, you know, they, they want to throw. They want to create, you know, make the quarterback the, the guy. And it just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. So having said all that, I think it's time, y'all. I've been teasing you guys. What in the first segment of worst date in Cowboys history? What is the date? What is the game? What happened in this game? And I'm going to be honest. um, You Cowboys fans should be really pissed the fuck off. What I'm about to tell you. The date was. October 25th of 2020, week seven, it was against Washington. 
Washington football team in Washington. Now, I know you guys remember that, you know, of course, Dallas lost and um, they got ran on. They got embarrassed. They got all that stuff. But what happened specifically that made this the one of the worst dates in Cowboy history is that something happened to the quarterback of the Cowboys. Andy Dalton. That's right. I'm talking about the hit that I think believe his name is Bostic, number 53 for Washington, put on Andy Dalton. Where he put his shoulder into Andy Dalton's head and knocked the helmet off. But okay, that was a cheap shot. I give you that. But what makes this the worst in Cowboys history is that the players did absolutely nothing about it. Now, I'm not talking about, you know what, I'm going to cheap shot him back. I'm going to get suspended. But nobody went after Bostic. They left Bostic alone. Nobody, uh, you see Amari Cooper you look if you watch that again, people, look at Amari Cooper, put his hands on his head. It's like, oh, none of the offensive linemen, they just stood there. Um and even head coach Mike McCarthy says something that was unexpected that the players didn't respond, and it was all in the media that how come you guys ain't do nothing? So there's something in that team. Those players that I don't know that their nuts ain't dropped yet, that, you know, are they, you know, real football players? I have no idea. Like, who are they? And that's what I did. I had on another episode. uh, What's the Cowboys identity? Are you serious? Do you actually think that if just look at the, the playoff game between Buffalo and Kansas City? The guy from Kansas City, he hit Josh Allen. Now, Josh Allen started the whole thing. But regardless of that, they the the defensive lineman from uh, Kansas City, him and Josh Allen was beefing with each other. What did you see? Look at the look at the tape. You had two Buffalo Bills running at that guy. Now, you can imagine if. Any other team, imagine somebody did that to Lamar Jackson. Now, I get it. Andy Dalton is not the quarterback, but you're still a football team, and he is the quarterback right now. And imagine if that was Lamar Jackson. Imagine if that was Patrick Mahomes. Imagine if that was uh, some other quarterback, Mitch, Mitch, let's say at the time when Mitchell uh, Trubisky was starting, or Nick Foles for the Bears, both of the quarterbacks. You you think that those players are just going to stand there and just be like, oh, well, oh, man. Bullshit. This is one thing that needs to be corrected with the Dallas Cowboys. This can never happen again. I'm I'm sort of curious now if Dak got hit like that. You trying to tell me that these players just they just gonna stand there and let that go down? There's a lot of that uh was going down in Dallas. And it really uh it was definitely my 
a low point for the 2020 season because they just they uh, I hate to say it like this, but they just bitched those guys. They bitched the Dallas Cowboys. They bitched them right there in their face. They basically said, yeah, suck my nuts right to them. And they did nothing about it. And then it was followed up with the Thanksgiving game. And they ran for over 200 something yards, beat them silly to the point. Uh, once again, another player running into the end zone, waving at another Dallas Cowboy. So it was God awful. And, um, you know, sometimes you have to have some bad and then the good is coming because you ain't going to stay down forever. And I believe the Cowboys is not going to stay down forever. Their time will come. You know, so this this was a rough one. It was tough for me. And I don't know because I really didn't hear much chatter about this incident and about this game. Not too much on any social media. And that bothered me, too, because it makes me feel like what you fans, you fans ain't angry. Because I said this in the last one, how come the Cowboys as players, how come they're not pissed off? How come they're not pissed off? That, you know, this is happening. They just go, Dak is Dak and Zeke, they they ain't excluded from this too. Because when you watch the games, you know, uh, these guys, they just sit on the sideline with this blank stare on their face like whatever. And what did Zeke say after the Washington, the first Washington game? He said, well, you know, we don't want to get guys. We already light. We got guys hurt. You don't want to get nobody suspended. I'm trying to put out there to you guys what's really going on with the Cowboys from another angle. Cause you know, at some, we get caught up in the, the, you know, is Jerry and, and the coach is bad. And then the players is whatever, but what, what else we don't see something that's in that locker room, something that's in within those players that's different from all the other teams. So just think about that when you're watching the Cowboys this season and how they do business, because this this the, their quarter, any quarterback in the, in the NFL is not getting hit like that. And the, uh, the team, the players, they're just standing there. And they, and, and they ain't going to do nothing. They ain't going to jump on a guy. They ain't going to do anything. And it was surreal to see that, how they just stood there and did absolutely nothing. But I tell you what the hell I'm going to do. I'm going to end this one. But I'm going to get another one. And I'm going to, like I said, every show I do, I am going to do this. I want my NFC championship game and Super Bowl. And I won't stop until I get it. Folks, that's all I got for y'all. I'll see y'all next time. I'm sure next one it'll be a little more you know, happy for y'all. I hope I didn't turn any of you guys off, but you know, I love my boys and y'all know y'all love them too, but you know what? You got to hear some of the bad. You can't be good all the time. All right. This your boy, Big J. I see y'all next time. Peace. Biatch.